golf, and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We fall to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, on this special Thursday night edition of the Golf Insiders, because so much golf is happening. Isn't that right, Nick? Golf is happening. Golf is happening. And, uh, wow, Justin Thomas on fire over this past weekend. has got to be the hottest guy on tour right now, posting his 11th win at the CJ Cup at Nine Bridges in South Korea, winning by two over Danny Lee. And, of course, unless you've been under a rock for the last 24 hours, all the golf buzz is about some guy named Tiger Woods. Tiger posted a 64 yesterday to uh, start uh, a big, big round at the Zozo Championship in Japan. And uh, you can watch it live tonight on the Golf Channel. Always love it when golf is prime time. And we're going to waste no more time tonight and uh, bring in the man who's the co-host of Morning Drive on the Golf Channel, one of our favorites, Damon Hack. Hello, Mr. D. Happy Thursday, guys. What's going on? Oh, you got to love it. A special edition here tonight. And how perfect because we've got the second round of the Zozo Championship that's going to start um, just in a few hours, right, Damon? Because they've moved the times up a little bit due to weather. They did. Uh, our coverage starts at 9 p.m. Eastern, but I've already been told that uh, it's not going to be a long day of golf. Uh, there's a typhoon in the area. 100% chance of rain, 30-mile-an-hour wind. So the golf will be minimal, but uh, that doesn't change the fact that Tiger Woods is co-leading uh, after 18 holes with the U.S. Open champion Gary Woodland. So uh, lots to talk about. Hideki Matsuyama shot back, but Tiger with that 64, his lowest ever round to open a season. So you think just when uh, just about every page of the record book is filled, uh, he adds one more. Indeed, and it was certainly uh, the hot topic of your coverage this morning. Uh, perhaps maybe a little bit of a surprise because uh, Tiger in the Skins game Sunday night, which was uh, the lead-up to the uh, start of the Zozo Championship, the Challenge Skins match, uh, looked a little bit rusty, Damon. Uh, Jason Day having a big payday, taking home 210 k That's exactly right, and... And then Tiger starts his first round of the Zozo, bogey, bogey, bogey. And you're thinking, well, he's just uh, going to work into this 2019-20 season. The one thing I will take away from that Skins game was just how happy and healthy and fit Tiger Woods looked. He looked focused and composed. And 
And that tells you a lot that someone can start a golf tournament, three straight bogeys, and then somehow find nine birdies the rest of the way and card a little 64. So my expectations were high for Tiger going into this season, and uh, yesterday only confirmed my expectations for this season. Yeah, absolutely. He's had what? Um, have how many months here to you know kind of rest a little bit, but also as you know we talked about all last year, uh, perhaps. You know, a little bit of a hangover from the from the Masters, and deservedly so. My gosh, you know, to finally bounce back and get a major, we think you know that must have just taken a tremendous amount out of Tiger. And then, you know, the knee surgery. Who knows how much that was impacting him through the course of the season? Wanted to celebrate that fifteenth major, considering it had been an eleven-year gap between twenty nineteen and June of 2008, so I think he took a little extra time to appreciate that. He wasn't able to really take a victory lap after winning the Tour Championship because it was right to Paris for the Ryder Cup, and he wanted to really soak this one in, luxuriate in it a little bit, and I I think we saw that in the rest of the year and how he played, even admitting in that press conference at the Open that he was not as sharp as he needed to be going into a major championship, and that was quite a big statement. But I think that the knee is healthy now, uh, the celebration is over, and it's time for Tiger Woods to go back to work. Absolutely. And, uh, boy, did his putter look hot, didn't it, Damon? Nine birdies after starting out with those three bogeys. It really did. It speaks to, to Tiger not just as the grinder, but as the entertainer. Here he is competing in Japan, a country hosting its first ever PGA Tour event, and you're listening to players like, Shane Lowry and Jordan Spieth saying, wow, these, these practice rounds feel like major championship practice rounds because the fans, A, it's a large crowd and big galleries, and B, they're just so appreciative of the players in their midst. So here's Tiger, uh, who's A1 on the marquee, I'll do respect to Hideki Matsuyama, and, and giving the, the fans exactly what they came to see. Japan is a golf-crazy nation, uh, probably. I, I think I spent uh, three or four visits over there in the 90s, uh, you know, when it was really cooking. Then the economy took a little bit of a turn. But uh, they're certainly back strong and uh, anticipating the uh, Olympics over there in 2020. So this is super exciting. It really is. And, and to hear Tiger, who's currently, you know, seventh, among Americans, and you got to get into that top four. And right now you're talking about Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, and Bryson DeChambeau ahead of him. Uh, so Tiger knows what he has to do uh, to be in those Olympics. He also knows that golf wouldn't be back in the Olympics uh, without his incredible run in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Golf returned to the Olympics on the back of Tiger Woods, and wouldn't it be poetic if somehow uh, by then it'd be the age of 44, Tiger Woods is an Olympian and walking in the parade of nations in the opening ceremony in Tokyo next summer? Wow, 44. Um, that makes me feel old, Damon. How about you? <laughs> oh, me as well. I mean, and to think that Tiger can turn back the clock as he did uh, and that he's given us this, this late chapter. I mean, let's be honest. We all thought the chapter in the book was probably closed, and here's Tiger winning the Tour Championship, winning the Masters, looking so happy and composed, uh, his back holding up, uh, the knee surgery uh, appear appearing not to have caused him a backward step. 
he's called his gravy. Well, the gravy sure tastes sweet, doesn't it? Oh, indeed. Uh, I think you and I have been on the same uh, wavelength with Tiger, though, that, uh, you know, given his, you know, just his talent, his competitive nature, that if he were able to come, you know, back from this and be healthy, that, uh, you know, he could rewrite the record book here. Yeah, you know, you often hear that that class you know, is permanent and form may be temporary, and, and no one ever doubted Tiger Woods' class inside the ropes, his skill set, his remarkable mental toughness. But he's had to come back from a lot of valleys on and off the golf course, physically, emotionally, uh, the shame and embarrassment of the scandal, uh, the DUI. Uh, it shows really what he's made of inside and what he's always had inside, the remarkable will. Uh, of a grinder, and not to mention just the artistry of Tiger Woods with a golf club in his hands, and to think that he could still not just compete at a high level, but win major championships and win the Tour Championship, it's, it's just a reminder that we're seeing one of the two greatest golfers uh, to ever walk this planet. Yeah, we are pr- pretty fortunate indeed. Um uh, we're talking to Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. Speaking of that competitive edge, so now, you know, as the uh, captain of the President's Cup, certainly an opportunity for, this has been the buzz, you know, the last few weeks, you know, is he going to make himself a captain's pick? You put that, you know, you put the Olympics out there too. That's what really brings, you know, that gets Tiger focused and, and really brings out his A game, doesn't it? It really does, and I think Tiger wants to be a playing captain. He signed an email um, or a message on Twitter as uh, your playing captain, Tiger Woods. And I understand the PGA Tour's desire to pit Tiger and Ernie together as captains, considering their great duel back in 2003 in the President's Cup where it ended up in a tie between the U.S. and the internationals. But Tiger Woods is a competitor, and as much as he wants to match wits, with Ernie, he much rather beat Ernie with golf clubs in his hands. And if he feels that he can contribute to the cause, if he's healthy and hungry, uh, Tiger Woods wants to be inside the ropes uh, and not outside the ropes. He wants to delegate authority. I mean, I'm sure he'll do just fine with his assistant captains, but you don't get to 81 wins and 15 majors by wanting to have the view on the sideline. You want to be in the middle of the ring, and that's where Tiger wants to be come December. Another guy who's uh, had a great tournament last week and seems to be coming back into form after maybe his U.S. Open hangover, Gary Woodland, tie for third last week at the CJ Cup, and having you know a great round yesterday as well, uh, tied for first with Tiger, uh, has been you know I think a little bit overlooked in the conversation for a, a captain's pick you know amongst uh, conversations with you know Tony Finau and some of the others what, what do you say I think you're exactly right and I think you've heard a lot about Kevin Na it's been a push for youngsters like Colin Morikawa to get a look and I think Gary Woodland you know hey much like Shane Lowry and much like Tiger you celebrated a little bit after winning that major championship you know only, only Brooks Kepka is the guy who keeps kind of marching forward like a Terminator, uh, knocking off those major championships. But I think Gary Woodland uh, has a, a reason to play great golf now and, and to really kind of push to be on that team. But I do think that if it's close between the likes of Na and Finau and, and Patrick Reed and Ricky Fowler, I, I can see Tiger Woods saying, you know what, 
I'm going to give Gary Woodland the nod and the edge because he won that major championship last year, because that kind of tells you uh, what a golfer is made of in the toughest conditions, the hardest golf courses, uh, the setups that ask the most difficult questions. And because of Tiger's respect for major championships, could it be a 50-50 type situation? I could easily see Tiger giving Gary Woodland the edge. Speaking of stuff that players are made of, what do you make of this Justin Thomas? He's a closer, Damon. <laughs> he sure is. Eight times he's closed a 54-hole lead or co-lead, uh, and that's a quite a, a remarkable number out of 11. Uh, it's a high percentage. Uh, and I tell you, if there's someone who's got to upset the Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy, Applecart, uh, and we all know that uh, at least Rory McIlroy sees it as a rivalry. Brooks Kepka says, hey, I don't have a rival since Rory hasn't won a major stipend out here. But if there's a guy who can kind of assume, you know, that, that third spot making a big three with, with DJ kind of dealing with his own knee injury, it's, it's really Justin Thomas who has the firepower off the tee, who has the ability to make birdies and bunches. He shot 59 at the Sony. He shot 63 in the United States Open, hits the ball high, absolutely prototypical game for the modern player uh, and has that kind of stink about him is what Rory McIlroy described him one year on the way to winning the WGC. So I do think that Justin Thomas uh, deserves a seat at the table and he's proving to all of us just why with, with this great run in Asia. Well, it is pretty exciting. Uh, this new Asian swing, South Korea last week, Japan this week, and then on to China for the WGC event. Uh, what time does the coverage start tonight, Damon, before we let you go? 9 p.m. Eastern time, Golf Central pregame, uh, an early look at the Zozo Championship, and uh, who thought that golf in October would be so exciting, but it definitely is. Hey, we like to say it, golf is happening, and who's your pick, Damon Hack, for hoisting the trophy on Sunday? You know what? That's 64 by Tiger Woods. All due respect to Gary Woodland, uh, I know who knows how to win more than anybody in the game, and that's Tiger Woods. And if he starts hot, we all know nobody's been a better closer. Uh, I'll say Tiger Woods, uh, Ty Sam Sneed in the land of the rising sun. Ooh, I love it. Thank you so much, Damon Hack, co-host of The Morning Drive. We appreciate you spending some time with us on the Golf Insiders. Till next time, my friend. All right. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Stay with us. Quite an impact, actually. Uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. The struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders in the house, Holly G, on this special edition Thursday evening of the Golf Insiders. You can always follow us on Facebook as well as Twitter, the Golf Insiders. And uh, we'll also be back at 6.30 next Wednesday as we uh, dodge the ball, the basketball of the Orlando Magic. But golf is happening. Uh, Check out our Central Florida golf cart, the Golf Insiders Central Florida Golf Card Play, 12 of Central Florida's best courses for only $99. Fun, affordable golf right here in Central Florida, valid through May 31st, 2020. So, hey, if you're thinking about a great little uh, Christmas gift idea, check it out. The Central Florida 
golf card, Central Florida golf card dot com. And you can check out all the great courses there. We'll waste no more time. We've uh, got a lot more golf to talk about because it's all about that guy in the red shirt on Sunday. Tiger Woods shooting 64 yesterday. Lowest round of his career to start off the uh, Zozo Championship over in Japan. And we're going to check in with one of our favorites, Jeff Babineau from the Morning Read and Sky Eye Golf. Hey, Babs. Hey, Holly G. How we doing? Doing well. Uh, belated happy birthday, my friend, although we did wish uh, you a happy birthday last week, I want you to know. Well, it's got to be a weekly tradition right through the calendar year. Hey, there we'll we go. Older and wiser, my friend. <laughs> Speaking of older and playing, woo, out of his shoes, Tiger Woods yesterday. Your thoughts? Well, it was this morning, and I thought I heard, I had the TV kind of on in the background, ESPN, and I, I thought I heard them say Tiger shot 64. And by the time I started watching highlights on the Golf Channel, it showed his start, bogey, bogey, bogey. And I'm thinking, he must have shot 84. I must have heard that wrong. So it was pretty amazing just to watch it unfold in the highlights. Uh, you know, to see him turn it around, nine birdies in his last, what, 14 holes? Yeah. Which was great. You know, you could tell. I mean, the crowds were huge. There's, it seems like there's a great atmosphere there. It's a it's a major type atmosphere. The PGA Tour's debut in Japan, and you know they want to see Hideki and they want to see Tiger Woods, and both of those names are way up there on the leaderboard. So that was that was a great day one. Yeah, it started off uh, with the uh, challenge, the Japan Skins game on Sunday night, which was a lot of fun to watch that in prime time. You know, uh, the golf wasn't uh, scintillating, although Jason Day took home 210K, so not a bad payday for him. But uh, Hideki not uh, playing too well, but good round for him yesterday. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, t- it's tough to play in front of your country. Oh, there is. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And so, yeah, he, he played terrible in that Skins game, and it's it's amazing how quickly he really turned it around. Uh, I remember the one year when he beat Ricky out of Phoenix, a couple of caddies on the range were whispering, uh, you know, they're talking about their bets for the week, and everybody wanted to lay off a decky because they saw him. He was, he was, he had about four drivers in front of him, and he was working out clubs on late Wednesday afternoon without some, without very good results. So uh, he can definitely turn around the hurry. He did that, which is fun. You know, that's going to be great to see him in front of, you know, a home crowd in Japan to stay way up there on the leaderboard and. And, of course, Tiger's the guy they all want to see, right? I mean, that's that's Superman right in front of their eyes. So, you know, not only to get to see him, but to see him play so well, you know, what a special treat. No doubt. I mean, those were Ryder Cup crowds, Babs. I mean, yeah. 15 deep. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I tweeted a photo of it. I said the Pied Piper, you know. I mean, it's it was great. I mean, if you're looking for atmosphere, they certainly didn't lack for it there. Uh, you know, who's on your radar right now, Babs, in terms of, you know, we've talked about it. The, You know, this is the new Asian swing. We've got a WGC event next week in Shanghai. Um, uh, you know, a bunch of players that are playing in this tournament from Spieth, uh, Jason Day, Adam Scott. Rory shooting two over yesterday. I think that was a bit of a surprise. You've got Tony Finau. And, of course, in the mix here, Xander Shoffley and, and Gary Woodland who uh, is tied with Tiger at six under. It was good to see Gary play well. Uh, 
he had a little bit of a, a major hangover, I think, from winning the U.S. Open. Plus, he had twins. He had a lot going on in his life. And that's a lot when you win your first major. And, you know, you step to that tee the next time and they introduce you as the U.S. Open champion. And it's a different deal. So it takes a little time. Even Tiger, I think, really celebrated his win last year. I, I think that major was unlike any other for him. And he really took the time to celebrate. It. I agree. It a little bit of a, a little bit of a hangover period. So good to see Gary back playing well. Xander Shockley got a big win last year in Asia. Got him off to a huge start. You know, he won twice early in the season, so he's looking to do that again. He's poised. I, and I like him a lot this week. You know, they're going to get some weather, and they're going to play a lot of golf on the weekend. They might play 54 holes over the weekend. That doesn't bode well for Tiger and his, you know, recovering knee and a bad back. I'll, I'll pick a young gun like Vander Shockley to shine in a situation like that. Ooh, an early pick. Is that, uh, is that, is that what you're telling me? That's with a young horse because it's going to be a, a marathon out there on the weekend, a lot of golf, and uh, you're going to see a lot of flipping on this leaderboard, I think. Well, speaking of youngsters, how about this 15-year-old who won over in Abu Dhabi, Josh Hill? Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I didn't see much about that. I mean, I, I saw there's a 14-year-old that qualified for the upcoming uh, Bermuda PGA Tour event, Maine. You know, they get younger and younger, don't they? I mean, there's these kids come up. There's not a lot of fear. They shoot the low numbers. Uh, doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, there's these kids coming up. I mean, we're seeing Matthew Wolf on the board again this week. I mean, he's 20 years old. I mean, there's no there's no level of intimidation, right? They just step out there and they compete. They feel ready. Uh, they kind of relish the stage, and, and they make the most of it. And so, you know, you're seeing these people, Rye, Joaquin, Neiman, who might make Ernie Els international team. These, these kids are fantastic, and they're coming from all corners of the globe. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of players in the mix here in terms of the President's Cup, and, you know, hey, we started talking about this almost two months ago. Now it's, you know, more in our radar. It's, they're going to be teeing it up in Australia in December, and, you know, it's starting to, it's starting to get more narrow in terms of who those picks are going to be. You think there's any change here in terms of what Tiger's, you know, well, thinking? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of been in the camp that Tiger, you know, as much as he it sounds crazy, right? As much as he's done in his career and he's eventually going to be the all-time wins leader on tour, but I was kind of in the camp that I hadn't really seen enough out of him to make this team, right? I mean, he hadn't played much. This was going to be his only start. Uh, I mean, I used to play the hero the week before, but He's got a name picks before then. Then he goes out and shoots 64. So, you know, honestly, do you want Tiger on that team or are you going to go on the back end, your 12th guy with a Patrick Reed or Kevin Nahr, Kevin Kisner? I mean, certainly the PGA Tour is doing cartwheels that they want it to be Tiger Woods as a playing captain. I mean, I think this event is relaxed enough that he could be a playing captain. Uh, so that does change things. I think Woodland, if he now are locks, and then maybe Ricky might be your last guy if if Tiger is on board as, to play. And the good thing there, there's only one day of double sessions, so Tiger doesn't have to worry about that. And he could go, and, I mean, it would be a lot more exciting for the event, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's what's your overall feeling, Babs, uh, before we let you go on the President's Cup? Just have uh, about uh, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. It's, you know, I, I feel for the international side. I've actually been to all of them, I think, except for the very first one in 94. 
Uh, I was there when uh, the internationals actually, you know, absolutely drummed the U.S. and Australia in '98. I, I just—it's a tough deal for Ernie Els or any captain to bring together a locker room when you have, might have four or five languages in there. You just have different cultures, different things. So much easier on the on the U.S. side, and and you know, and actually the guys outside of the bubble right now for the internationals, no one's playing all that group. Maybe outside of a Joaquin Neiman, so. Yeah, they're going to have their hands full again, but, you know, Ernie's going right. to do what he can. He's going to do what he can. Got to run, Babs. Thank you so much. Go you Tigers. Golf Insiders will be back next week. We're out of here.